You can really taste the maple. You do know that Riverdale was founded in the maple syrup industry. Here in Riverdale? Dilton Doily plays with guns. Big one, Betty. Sardonic humor is just my way of relating to the world. Everyone knows how much I loved my brother. Exactly. If we go in there with the entire Scooby gang, forget it. We're compromised. War is hell, Jack. No, Archie. Hell is other people. Out of the four of us, only you and Archie haven't kissed. Fascinating. I'm gonna go get a bevy. Do you want anything? A glass of milk would be great. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who have just been released from prison after me? The Coopers are one of the most respected families in Riverdale. Take your male gaze and your male privilege and get out of the women's locker room. Happy birthday, dear Chuckhead. Last night was... A PG-13 grope session. Color me shocked. Archie Andrews, is that why you became a mediocre musician overnight? I'm not interested in being anybody's rebound. Besides, I'm more into girls anyways. And all this time, I thought you were a lover, not a fighter. I'm both. I've got layers. And it'll be a cold day in hell before a snake lets a pig tell him what to do. Oh my gosh. Gets me every time. <laughs> you made it. I love it. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that. Gets me. Great I, job, Cliff. I can I can just sit at home and play that anytime I want. <laughs> it's too. good. Never gets old. <laughs> so, welcome back. More uh, Riverdale chat. That's what Jordan likes to. He likes to call it. But <laughs> yeah. he's not here tonight. He's off seeing Endgame right at the moment. So uh, we're we, we're calling in the uh, in the reserves again here. That's right. We discovered. Uh, when we're playing some Riverdale, running around the Dale, that you know, Coach Mayor yeah. knows a little Riverdale information, so we brought him back in here. I, I know my way around the Dale. So let's get to it here. We got first off, you know, it must be said before we talk about all this stuff that this show has changed a lot from the first season. Oh, it really has. <laughs> like, where can they possibly go from here? Beyond it, I mean, season four I, has to be aliens. <laughs> there have to be aliens and stuff. Like, I don't know where you can go from here. How do you go back to just teeny bopper stuff? Like, it's just as ridiculous as it mm-hmm. can possibly be. It's it's crazy. I will say, I was listening to a, another podcast that talks about Riverdale. What? Yeah, just do those exist? Well, they were. It, it was it's a long story, but I will say that they said. Uh, they they were talking about where is Riverdale? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are so wrong. Like they didn't. We're way more on the nose on it. We have devoted more time to the show than they have. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's upstate New York. I'm like, no, oh, no, my no, gosh, no. come on. I wanted so bad to call in and say, like, no. You know, do you even listen to the clues? Right. Not that they can be. I don't. Podcast? I don't think it's able to be pinpointed because it's not real. <laughs> But it's it's in Ohio or Michigan or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the episode we're talking about today is Chapter Fifty Three: Colon Jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. Does everybody remember the movie Jawbreaker? I've heard of it. Rose McGowan, it wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It's a high schoolish mm-hmm. movie. Uh, I always associated that. That movie with um, Heather's, yeah, for some reason, very much yeah. like that. And Mean Girls, it's yeah, all the same type of thing. Um, we got 
what where we left off last <laughs> episode um fp had found you know oh yeah. Yeah. pal favorite yeah. baby teeth. old baby teeth. <laughs> old baby teeth so brandon morris was his real name hmm. you'd think that would be on his tombstone but it's not <laughs> 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 it was a little spoiler alert. I checked. Oh, um, they ID'd him from his prints because you could not use no. his dental records. Yeah. He's baby teethless. <laughs> oh, I love the show. Poor baby teeth, they said. Okay. It's very similar to how they found Ben and Dilton. Mm-hmm. Blue lips are the same. Markings on the back are the same. Missing teeth, that's a twist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, please. I have, I have to do <laughs> please. Editorial. So that right from the beginning here, FP, the sheriff of Riverdale, right. gets to the crime scene and says, I'm gonna have to call in my seventeen year old <laughs> son on this yeah. one. Right. And I, I think the show wants you to believe that it's because hey, Jughead knows what's going on, but all I can think of is let's not forget mere months ago this sheriff was a leader of a biker gang right. he has literally no formal education in law enforcement <laughs> no training criminology whatsoever. forensics Nothing. anything i think fb is completely incompetent <laughs> yeah i love the guy but i think he's a terrible you're, you're sheriff. right let's follow that let's keep that in the back okay. of our minds because i think you're right and i like yeah he called him in and uh, Jugget immediately crouches down, like you know. If FB knew anything, he'd know he had to crouch down. Yeah, that's like right. good that's luck. Rule number one. <laughs> He's telling us that, Dad, this might be a copycat killer. You know, baby T struggled. Oh, <laughs> this is brutal. He's like, he's like Argyle King. He's asking, but now this I noticed right off. Uh, as this is happening, Jughead is eating. <laughs> <laughs> He's at a crime scene, and yes. somewhere the show finally decided, wait a minute. Jughead's supposed to be this guy that eats all eats the all time. The time yeah. And suddenly, late, late into the third season, we're going to sprinkle some of that in to the, these episodes. Yeah. So he is eating some chips while he is investigating this. <laughs> Just want to be, be sure. He's like, yeah, it's a Gargoyle, Gargoyle King, and he's angry. Crunch. He. Uh, so then we got... Betty is meeting with Edgar and she's, you know, she did a deep dive on the internet and he, but he said, I, I, you know, his life was in tatters. I don't know what he's talking about. He walked in the desert, something stumbled upon a tree on a hill beside a farm. Sounds like a episode of Dora the Explorer. <laughs> hey, far an apple tree. Um, or the Berenstein Bears, man. Right. Yeah. He he awoke. He was in a white room. Was tended to by a kind elderly farmer. I don't know what's happening. He plowed those fields. He sowed them with seed. So he made it his sacred duty to open his own farm. I guess is where we're going with that. Where lost souls wandering in the darkness like him. It's the farm origin story that we didn't know yeah, we needed. We did. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like now we know why this is happening. Whatever. So she's like, what about, you know, supposedly my mom's dead son. Yada, yada. He will answer. So then we're back at the El Royale. Here. Although he did say one thing on that scene yeah. too. He said something like 
it doesn't matter if it's real or illusionary. Oh, so true. He, yeah, he kind of made you know alluded to the fact that there was a chance maybe it's all fake. Yeah, he's it's fake, but it doesn't matter because it helps him. Yeah. Um, Archie addresses his squad. He always has a squad of people. <laughs> Says, "Look, I know you're all pissed about baby teeth." <laughs> he's like, "Here's what we're gonna do." I'm going to dedicate my next match to Baby Teeth. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the fact that even though they killed off the character, they said the phrase Baby Teeth like 40 <laughs> times in this episode. Oh, yeah. Just to keep yeah. it alive. Oh, R- man. Riverdale oh, gives- just like us. We're going to yeah. always say the name Baby Teeth. Riverdale will give you what you want. So the next match, should, Mad Dog's time, there's the Gilded Gloves. And just like the Golden Gloves. They got to rename yeah. it Riverdaleism. Um, Oh, is this where Mad Dog says... Yeah. I was gonna fight to win, but now I'm gonna fight to win to honor to, and also honor. Right. So I'm like, so you're really doing nothing for right. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just like, you're just like, I was gonna. He's like, basically, I was going to do it anyway, so I'm just gonna do it. But I'll say it was for baby. <laughs> right, right. So they're hanging out in the student lounge. Jughead is eating some tortilla chips. He's still chowing down on chips. This is the eating episode. Um, so they want to know how the boxing's going, you know, because shirtless brawny men is something that Veronica's into. <laughs> she, well, he was like, could you possibly get us a spot, El Royale, in the tournament? Because she has so much pool in the world oh, as yeah. a junior in high school. Absolutely. She'll see what she can do. So then we have Cheryl. In her white outfit that she wears on, and doing as student council president, she's doing her announcements. Good morning, my dear Riverdale High constituents and comrades. A lot of you have been asking about the Farm Student Advocacy Group. Well, here's the skinny. Good morning, constituents and comrades. Well, they've been asking about the farmies. Uh, well, here's the skinny. Sign-up sheets are posted throughout the school. The club is open to all students. Where the one become many, and the many become one. So, uncap those pens, sharpen those pencils, and sign up. A little birdie told me it's what all the cool kids are doing. Take a member. She's like walking down the hall. Now, Fangs is a farmy. Yeah, when did this happen? Yeah, I remember him and Kevin. Oh, they were in that like ceremony. Yeah, had the people with the 3D glasses on looking at each other. But according to Weatherby, that just looked like two students rehearsing the play. (laughs) (laughs) I believe is what he said. (laughs) Great. Yeah, Evelyn and Kev and yeah, Fangs and Cheryl are all marching down the hallway and they're all white outfits. I I want to know what happens after Labor Day. I don't know if it was this one or the one later when Tony's with them, but... I, Fangs, the face that Fangs was making was the greatest thing. I, I don't. It was just so. Well, this, great. this is the face right here. This is all you get. I just like, okay. He's just smiling. The next one with with Tony is much better. Okay. Okay. So clubs open to all students. Cheryl even like is doing the hair pushing back while she's walking because it's slow mo. You gotta work it. <laughs> the one become many, many become one. Tony's like, what the heck are you doing? You know. Invasion of the body snatchers continues. So let me get this straight. The reason Cheryl is all in on the farm is that she gets to see and talk to Jason? Yeah. My mom's entirely convinced that she's seeing and talking to Charles, her long-lost son. 
What if he proved that Charles was dead? I mean, your mom has lost touch with reality, so maybe the best way to snap her out of her delusions is with a harsh dose of truth, like proof that Charles is dead, or basically anything that'll refute these fantasies that Edgar ever never is spinning. Invasion of the Body Snatchers continues, you know. The reason Cheryl's all in the farm is she gets to see and talk to Jason. You know, a recap for everybody. And, you know, Jughead's chowing down on the chips, talking with his mouth full. Well, if you prove that Charles was dead, you know, that would not solve the problem. You know, so, which I thought, it seemed like extreme ways to prove these things that they were, they were trying to prove that people were dead. Yeah. How about just, it's, everybody knows it, it's in the paper <laughs> and things. No, no. So, Betty looks into it. She's in her blue and gold office where she gets all of her important work done. Tony's wanting to work with her. And she's going to send a video to Tony. She's got a video of Clifford shooting Jason. Just happens to still have that on her computer. I wouldn't delete it either. You never know when you're going to need no. to convince oh, yeah. someone. At least once a season. Yeah. You need that. You never know when you're going to say, did you forget that your dad shot yeah. your brother? So, yeah, Tony really gives her a look like you're weird. Um, oh, wait, my phone's ringing. I think it's my dad. I was like, this is that was a weird way to end the scene. Um, it wasn't the, even lollipop. Right. Yeah. I, he, she should have kept the ringtone. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she needs to remember what happened. Mm -hmm. uh, Veronica just barges into the steam room. At, you know, she talks to Elio. She wants to get to El Royale in the tournament. So then we see one of our favorite characters, Dr. Curdle Jr. Oh, I love me some Dr. Curdle. He is Jr. examining baby teeth. <laughs> he suffered a myriad of traumas, but our good friend here died from loss of blood, from the pulling of his teeth, which occurred pre-mortem. He suffered a myriad of traumas, but our good friend here died from loss of blood, from the pulling of his teeth, which occurred pre-mortem. <laughs> this is the one I make sure you know that those teeth were pulled out while he was alive. All his dang baby teeth. And then he bled to death out of his mouth. My note was Dr. Curdle Jr. really milking his limited screen time. <laughs> like, uh, he was just, he was milking those those lines of... Oh, he steals every single Yeah, oh, yeah he was really working it, and it, it worked. I'm getting, like, major deja vu right now. Did I tell you... Well, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like something... I feel like I'm going to have to go back and look at some episode from the first or second season. So I feel like something like this happened before. What am I forgetting? <laughs> There's one more ghoulish detail I discovered during the autopsy. There was something lodged in his throat. The hell is that? A matchbook from the Maple Club. I thought I'd seen the true face of evil. But this, whoever did this, isn't even human. Anyway, because there's something lodged in his throat. I feel like all this happened before to somebody else, but maybe not. I, uh, we were watching uh, Deadpool 2. It was on HBO the other day. And I spotted Dr. Curdle Jr. in Deadpool 2. Oh really? The guy he's in. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice. He made it. So there was a matchbook in his throat from the Maple Club. It's a clue. Is what it is. He thought he'd seen the true face of evil. 
<laughs> Whoever did this isn't even human. So they go and see Cheryl's mom. And, well, those matchbooks are complimentary, and we don't recommend people ingest them. <laughs> so he was here a few nights ago. He was here with some friends. Ex-cons, but they were charming. We get all kinds. Anyways, this baby teeth... <laughs> Left with a grin on his face. <laughs> a grin full of baby teeth. <laughs> he had a mouthful of teeth when he left here. Rosemary fulfilled his fantasy. And all of a sudden there's a screaming. Some woman screaming, growling and stuff. Mm. What is happening? Is, I was just like, <laughs> what is going on on this show? What on Eve's earth is what I said. Because <laughs> that's what you say. Yeah. Yeah. There was a face smashed, a mirror smashed, the lamps knocked over, and some guy is frothing at the mouth, some jaw. And, you know, FPS to knock him out, put him in the cruiser, takes two seconds. He's got him cuffed. And they find out that that guy's name was Martin, but they use aliases. They don't come in there and say, my name's Cliff Barnes. I need to see Rosemary. Yeah. Of course not. You don't? Okay. So, something seemed different about him. Jug wants to know as lead investigator. <laughs> well, he likes to take fizzle case. rocks. And this time they hit him like a truck. He started foaming at the mouth. Well, this was helpful, FP says. So, we're live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We're here at the El Royale. I'm Alice. Cooper and I'm here with Veronica Lodge. Veronica is here to help you reach your fitness goal. <laughs> Our train staff features some of the toughest fighters in the state. And I was like, what state? <laughs> These <laughs> specific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this just continuing the theme of just Archie being bad at everything. If like with when the camera turned on, I was looking at Archie's. He was making the dumbest face. <laughs> he, just, he was so bad on camera. Like, he he just, just looks like a dork. <laughs> and Veronica's great. You know, she's yeah. like, "This is our up and coming boxer, Archie Andrews." And he's just standing there like a big lover. He has to have cue cards. <laughs> <laughs> He's reading. Hi, I'm Arch Andrews, owner, trainer, fighter at the El Royale Boxing Club. Join now, and your first three personal training sessions with me are completely free. I got one more thing to say a message for Randy Ronson. This Friday night at the Guild of Gloves, I want a rematch. Me and you, let's settle this for good. He's just that owner, trainer, sweeper. He does a lot of sweeping <laughs> around. Him. later, no. Yeah. That's when he quits. He does one or the other. It's either just a mess and he's fighting or just clean. Strong words from a local hero. I'm Alice Cooper, R-I-V-W. I'm glad she's moved up from the paper to the news. Thanks to the farm. Well, Hal says over in his... Uh, Silence of the Lamb's cage. She filed for divorce. She's seeing someone, isn't she? Well, she hangs out with this uh, Edgar Evernever. Old Edgar. He's like, well, maybe uh, you could prove it to her by showing her a piece of granite. So we got Elio. Says, yeah, well, you can you can fight Randy, but you're gonna have to go up a, a weight class, middleweight. They flip for the venue, and El Royale won, of course. 
So they want to ask these this guy froth at the mouth and stuff if he knew anything about baby teeth. <laughs> but he's still sick, and then gonna have forensics run a test on the fizzle rocks he had on him. Tony shows Cheryl the video of Jason getting killed. Why would you show this to me? Because you needed to be reminded of the truth. Cheryl, you're not talking to Jason at the farm. The truth is all right there in this video. Tony, this video is clearly fabricated. With technology these days, anything is possible. Detractors can spin any story they want. Cheryl, have you ever hugged Jason? Yes, of course. Now enough of this third degree. Oh, that's, this is totally fabricated, Tony. Detractors can spin. Come on. Of course I've been hugging Jason and everything at the farm stuff. Betty comes and gets her mom out of the her room at the farm or whatever and takes her to... It's a sister's quiet mercy where they're at. Yeah, yeah. So, takes her to the stone. She paid to help someone track down Charles' grave, she says. So she says. Can I... Uh, Please. Because I made a note about that, too. That I'm very disappointed... You know, they've talked about the farm for three seasons now. Right. And Where's then the they're farm? like, oh, well, we bought the this set we already had. Right. So now everything's <laughs> there. And we never got to see the farm. Right. Yeah. And I he was, wanted a farm. He just said in this episode yeah. he wanted a farm. He just said the And seeds. they just reused the set that they've mm-hmm. used a hundred times. It's very disappointing. Pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> so on the this gravestone, it says 845, rest in peace, Charles Smith. I don't know what eight four five is. What's that? That's weird. Know. I've never seen numbers like that on a gravestone. Just randomly, it doesn't. It's not like a year. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, she's like, it's so sad. It's so sad. We're sitting in the wagon. You won't let me be happy at the farm. I don't know when you're going to give up, Betty. I just spoke to him this morning. That's not even his freaking gravestone. So then we got um, uh, Archie is at Pops. Is that, is that where she chloroforms her at the end of that scene? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah he totally, she totally, sorry, <laughs> left out this minor detail. <laughs> yeah. She totally chloroforms yeah. her mom. Sorry, mom, but you need to go to the crypt. <laughs> it's safer down there. It's safe, yeah. Um, so we're at Pops and, you know, Veronica's feeding Archie a whole stack of hamburgers, like, Going full wimpy. So, yeah, I feel like Jughead. Yeah, I, yeah I, I made a note on that, too, that I said they're really leaning into Jughead eating a lot this episode. I don't know, yeah, why all of a sudden they decided to? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody complained. It. I think they did. So Ronson weighs in at 159 pounds, and Archie's 154. Them hamburgers got him up there. Alice wakes up chained in the bunker. What did you do to me? I chloroformed you. Don't worry, Mom. You're safe. She's like, I chloroformed you. (laughs) My question is... Right? You know, we know they schedule 
use of the bunker as Kevin informed right. us. So I assume they have like a Google Doc or something they all That's use right. to schedule. I thought later when yeah. she announced at the student lounge that somebody was going to say, like Reggie was going to say, oh, I had it tonight. I, was supposed <laughs> I to- assume she put it on there, you know, hostage situation. <laughs> right. that, I'm reserving it for a hostage situation from the hours of right. like 9 to, to 12. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's like a thousand candles in there, of course. There's no electric, I guess, in the bunker. And she starts whipping out photo albums. It's like, this is your past. Come on. First day at the Riverdale Register. It's like, yeah, but now I'm on TV. You cried, you know, eighth grade graduation and stuff. It's like, you bought a house on Elm Street, painted the front door red. You know, some bad stuff happened and you want to forget it. I understand, but good stuff happened too. She's like, yeah, well, you faked the gravestone. I can't trust you. So she just leaves her there. I'll check on you later. <laughs> she goes to the lounge, says, yeah, I, you know, I'm deprogramming her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a break now, now, though, and hanging out in my student lounge <laughs> while she's locked up down there, peeing in a bucket. I'm going to listen to some tapes in the Blue and Gold office and stuff. Meanwhile, some vixen is banging her head on the locker. <laughs> Foaming at the mouth. I'll get out. Her forehead's bleeding. Jughead's on it. Yeah, she took some G. What's G stand for? Do we know yet? Mm-mm. I assume gargoyle. I gargoyle, know. fizzle rocks, maybe. That's yeah. good. That's good enough. And he says <laughs> the strangest thing to me because I didn't know high schools had this. Get her to the infirmary. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are in the nurse's office? Yeah. We have an infirmary? I can't remember how many times I went to the infirmary oh, right. back, in, yeah. back in high school. Oh, well, only when I was banging my head on the walker, foaming <laughs> at the mouth. So he calls his dad. I like, that's it's just the juxtaposition of those two things. Get her to the infirmary, which is such like an old timey thing. And then he picks up his cell phone and so he calls his dad. <laughs> dad? So, and, well, his dad called him, and he says, Jug, I need your brain, boy. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I love when he whips the boy up. He's like, I got another guy here. He's in the back of my car. He's like, can you meet me at the station? <laughs> he's just way, he's in way over his head. <laughs> This is no Tom Keller. <laughs> no, certainly not. This inside window of his car is just covered in blood. Some <laughs> guy's banging his head in there. Oh. He's like, oh, so it's either like fizzle rock psychosis or the, the fizzle rocks are being cut with something. Bath salts, maybe. Well, our John Martin, or so he says, might be ready to talk. Meanwhile, Tony gets approached by Evelyn in the bathroom. Evelyn? What are you doing? Tony, you're detracting Cheryl from her studies at the farm, but I'm not going to let you ruin her. Ruin her? Bitch, I love her. And she loves me. Says that you know, she's detracting from Cheryl's studies, so we're not going to let you ruin her. Mm. She says, ruin her, bitch, I love her. That's a great line. <laughs> I liked, I liked uh, Tony in this episode. She yeah, oh, she's always great. The farm is fulfilling Cheryl in ways you can't even begin to imagine. 
grave. Have a blessed day. Uh, have a blessed day. She's out of there. <laughs> um, Mad Dog shows up. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Arch, he's like, he's like, oh, Archie, there's something you need to know. Randy's juicing. <laughs> what, steroids? Meanwhile, in the background, on the wall, it says, it's better to sweat in the gym than bleed on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Is this where uh, Archie's got the sweet, uh, T-shirt. Yeah. It's a new T-shirt design. The El Royale uh, Boxing Club. Mm-hmm. That's oh be yeah. Out there. Check uh, check Hot Topics. We've got to get one of those. That's that's right. So yeah, I like the saying on the wall. It's like he's on something new, a powder. Elio's giving it to him. Makes him crazy strong. I looked into his eyes. I wanted Archie to say, "Were they green?" Yeah. <laughs> I looked in his eyes too. I look in everybody's eyes. It was rage, man. She's like, you're going to have to take something too. So, uh, oh, I don't do that. But okay, give it to me. So you knew that was going to end terribly. Then we get Jelly Bean with her own little crown on and some elf <laughs> ears. And she's at Pops with a Ricky oh, playing G&G. Damn Ricky. Griffins and Gargoyles Jr. Edition. Oh. And he, she's dressed like an elf. And he has like one of those, what are, what are those hats called? Like, what would you call that? Yeah, I don't know. There's a word for it. like a, uh, I don't know. What would you call that? I don't know. Like an Andy Cap cap yeah, or something like, like a, that. Like a street urchin from yeah. the 1930s. Right. Yeah, yeah, he is a street urchin. He lives in closets. <laughs> yeah, he does. Every closet. Hey, your elven army is no match for the Legion of Gargoyles at your doorstep. You're, you're really getting along this quest. You know, well, her parents don't pay any attention to her. She does. <laughs> <laughs> They're busy. <laughs> True. So they're trying to find out where Kurtz is, and FP's like in Jughead's ear, like he's like, uh, "We need the kingpin, boss." <laughs> <laughs> Kurtz is the cook. He's selling too. I'm gonna pay Hiram Lodge a visit. Betty goes back. She slides down the bunker, and Alice is burning up all her memories. Terrible. Yeah, again, I worry about the ventilation in this thing. Like, oh, it can't be. Is it safe to have a giant fire in a underground bunker? No. Those fumes in particular can't be good. (laughs) It's made out of something terrible. Then Evelyn tries to face off against Betty at school, which is a big mistake. Big mistake, Evelyn. You do not know who you're messing with. Let me make something very clear. You and your dad may have brainwashed my mom, but I see right through your enlightened Fermi crap. So stop messing with me. Stop messing with my family and stop messing with my friends. Better yet, don't even think about coming near me or my mom ever again. Because if you do, Evelyn, I will kill you. And if you don't believe me, ask around. People will tell you what I'm capable of. Betty's uh, not fooling yeah. around. Am so. I my mother's keeper? She says. She beats the crap out of her and is like she slams her up against the locker like five times, yeah. puts her arm up against her throat. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> my issue with this though is too is she's like, where's her mom? Okay, Betty is confident. Well, she's in the bunker. No one will find her. Everyone in town knows about the bunker, including Cheryl, Kevin. Yeah. 
fangs. Yeah. yeah. All these people that are farmies. Right. That's true. How? Why is that yeah. not the first thing they think? Why of? wouldn't they look in the bunker? <laughs> right? They've all been in the bunker multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Some of them have probably had sex in the oh, bunker. Yeah. Right. Right now. Yeah. So there, she's seen. She sees through her enlightened farmy crap. Better not ever think of coming near anywhere. I'll kill you. I will kill you. And if you don't believe me, ask around. <laughs> I was like, that's so great. Okay, then we have Cheryl like checking out her Louis Vuittons, flashing some leg. She has to go. Are they too flashy for kombucha brewing that she must be going to do at Sisters of Quiet Mercy later? Yeah. I don't know. Well, that stuff is nasty. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. It's a it's a drink, but it's like a fermented. Yeah, it's like a hippie. Uh, th- yeah, it's got thing little to do. what's the floaty things in fermented it. Fermented thing with a name like that. Um, anyway, I can't remember. But she, uh, Tony, convinced her to hang with her tonight. She needs her body. So, well, Cheryl, are you going to a meeting at the farm? Indeed, my love. Do you think these Louboutins are too flashy for kombucha brewing? Well, how about if you didn't go? Why wouldn't I? The farm needs me tonight. I need you tonight. I need you in every way. Mind, body, soul, but uh, mostly body. There you go. <laughs> I mean, uh, really, I love Riverdale. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. we, we know Betty's, you know, her dad's a serial killer or whatever, and we have Dark Betty, all that stuff. But then, like, and Cheryl is completely crazy. Right. But then you have Tony, who has been raised in a street gang her whole life. Right. Like, these are some tough women characters. Yeah, right. I, just, I love them. Yeah, that's why we follow this. <laughs> um, Archie's jogging through the woods. Mm-hmm. I assume Fox Forest. Well, Kevin's where a farmy now. He's not. Right. Yeah. So the trail's clear. Um, he's jogging through with this whole group of no names, bunch of red shirts behind him. And tomorrow we fight. And they go. They're running. You know where they're running? To the graveyard. Go in the cemetery. We fight for him. For baby teeth. <laughs> they all have El Royale shirts on. Uh, all yeah. different kinds. They come in all shapes and sizes, sweatshirts, everything. And it says it does say his name, uh, but it says Rest in Peace, Brandon. Then it throws up quotes, baby teeth, <laughs> and then whatever his last name is, it's a little boring. But I, I was just very disappointed that the gravestone itself was not shaped like a tooth. Oh, it's close. <laughs> Man, that they could have done it. I felt like that would have just <laughs> that would have just been perfect. Yeah, what? I mean, did they not think they could get away with it? They could totally. <laughs> that's what I mean. Push the envelope oh, as yeah. far as, as far you, as you can. You already are doing ridiculous yeah. stuff. At least go do that extra. Okay, so they talked to some other guy. No, oh, the guy they caught at Pops. And he, you know, he's trying to give them clues, um, the Joneses, how to find Kurtz. So Betty's listening to these tapes, Alice's, you know, tapes. So, 
you know, how she's scared of Betty and all this. They go, FP and Jughead go back to talk to Cheryl's mom. And so some preppy rich kids were there because Rosemary called and said some, some people came. They were on the same rocks that drove the other guy crazy. They were ruffians, basically. Mm. One of the ruffians got a call from a supplier, and they were looking to reschedule. And they left this in the trash. And it was the boxing promotion paper leading them straight to the El Royale. <laughs> it's totally ridiculous. So, Betty goes confronts Edgar again. You know, Alice should be scared. Of you. I mean, they're even like gaslighting me. I'm like, really? I'm listening to that. <laughs> and I kind of see what's going on. He's very charming and right. convincing. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm like, Mr. Chad, where you at? I thought, I thought you did the middle part. I, I thought he was too, but he's not listening. What? I'm sorry. I thought we were all going to do it. Okay. I, I, oh, Chad, Chad. Michael. Murray. Yeah. <laughs> you can edit out the part where we screwed it up. Yeah. Um, but he's got a good story, you know. Yeah. Betty, you are kind of scary and you threaten to kill people. Yeah. And you are on your mom's case all the time. <laughs> you know, so she probably is scared of you. You chloroform her. You're a little bit psycho. <laughs> uh, you used to hold a lighter up to your brother's face and mm-hmm. all kinds of, oh, just everything. Good stuff. <laughs> she stuck her heel on Chuck's head and poured syrup on him and put him under water in a hot tub. Anyway. All we need back is the wig. I really do miss the wig. <laughs> yeah, she. there's a story behind that. She doesn't want to do it. She's basically, now that they need her in this show, mm-hmm. she's told the showrunners, this was getting a little too sexy just for sexy's sake. <laughs> she's like, I don't need this. So That's why she's doing the movie Hustlers now. Right. <laughs> She just thought it turned into like a sexual kink thing and that wasn't necessary. So anyway, so oh, it she... it was necessary. She, <laughs> <laughs> um, she, <laughs> she decides, oh, well, you know, maybe he's right. You know, and she, ta- she gets Alice out, takes her to Evelyn, pops and says, here you go. She walks, welcomes Alice with open arms, which is so weird. It's like, there's this, you know... 50 year old lady that's just welcomed into open arms by this well she's not a high schooler is she mm. oh then at back at uh, the Andrews house Veronica came over she's got something for luck for Archie she's got some some new trunks mm-hmm. you know and it and robe Yep, Rob. She gives to him. He's sponsored by Pops now. Mm, of course. And it's the only business, other business in town. Right. Yeah. She leaves before things get a little too. You know, they're obviously still like each other, but he's dating just Josie, and I don't know where Reggie is. I know what. Well, basically, they only they're like contracted for so many episodes, and these two episodes he's yeah. not contracted. For. Yeah, but Reggie, that thing faded out. Yeah. Pretty quickly, like well, I, I really feel like we're getting back to back to some Varchi. I would love it if they brought the old Reggie back in just and didn't say anything. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> the original Reggie, yeah. yeah, that would be great. So then, you know, these are the last two episodes we're going to get any Fred. Flying a little close to the the sun, there, aren't you? 
We're friends now. We're dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Friends. And so this is yeah. the second to last one. And Fred comes in, flying, flying a little close to the sun, Icarus. You know. It's like, we're just friends, Dad. Uh, yeah. Right. comes out of the vixen spirit room and tells you know Tony I gotta pick between you and Jason and I know you know oh Jason's a ghost whatever I, I you know if you're willing to have an open mind you know you can be a part of this so then we get the saunter down the hall and I don't know is this Fang's face any better he's he just like, looks like he's smiling in this he's one he's so smug <laughs> <laughs> he has got, he got his chin up. He's got his chin just up. Like, I, just, I loved it. What do you yeah. think of me in my white outfit? <laughs> oh, and now Tony's all in white, so she's joined the gang. I don't even know what the hell they're doing. I just want somebody to spill something all over. <laughs> so then we find out Tony is just infiltrating. She goes mm-hmm. into the blue and gold office and she meets with Betty and she's just like, working with Betty. No one suspects a thing. I thought, though, that was. That was pretty cruddy, though. Before that, when uh, when Cheryl's like, you know, I, I have to. They're they they're making me choose between you and Jason, so, and, and I've she says something like, "I've known Jason my whole life" or some crap like that. And I was like, "Come right. on!" So then the Joneses are, Joneses are on a stakeout, and Jughead's eating some chips again. <laughs> He's got to go back in his hand. I was like, "It's like, of course he does." They find Kurtz and, and Elio making a mm. some sort of exchange, and they hold it. Come in with the lights. You and your drugs are done for good, Kurtz. Back at the El Royale, they're coming in for the fight. We got the the bear scars on the chest peeking oh, yeah. out under the robe. Sick tat. Great dad, great sheriff, Tom Keller, walking behind him. Not maybe not greatest trainer. Uh, Josie notices the new robe and the new trunks. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Pop's Chocolate Shop says Veronica, new sponsor. She lets it go. She's not catty. She's not going to be catty. <laughs> so you know. Meanwhile, Randy is like, "What's in my uh, my squirt bottle there?" Leo. <laughs> oh, he tells him he, up front, just some G. You know, get your psyched no up. No big deal. No big deal. You know. Okay, back in Hannibal Lecter's cell, he's got this painting in his 
sell. I don't know what the deal is. Like they've shown it a couple times. Like can you? It's got like a a church or something is in it. Is it supposed to be Riverdale? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but it's like what an odd. Yeah, I don't know. Sweetwater River there in the front. Yeah, well, I assume what other river could it be? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a box of old timey crayons. He's got crayons all over. Yeah, his... a lot of crayons. I <laughs> he has crayons all over his desk. <laughs> a book. Got a couple books. Yeah. I bet a box of crayons that looks like that is like a hundred dollars <laughs> from nineteen fifty whatever. Okay. He says, uh, I can't believe you asked me to sign these divorce papers, Betty, but I will. You know, now I need you to do me a favor. I want to get the heck out of here. So Tom Keller's telling Archie, stick and move like a good coach would. He's yeah, telling him what to, te- well, telegraphing he's his telegraphing moves from the sidelines. Exactly, yes. that's right. Uh, Fred is literally out. In the audience, <laughs> yeah, he's doing, doing moves, making yeah. like air punches. It's so good, so good. Oh, I miss him already. So, so Ronson goes crazy. Yeah, he's just going nuts and whooping up on Archie. Get the heck out of there, kid! Gotta stay off the ropes, man. Ronson's on some crazy kind of drug. You don't understand. You gotta stop the fight. He wants to chew off my fighter's face, he says. <laughs> it's like, yep, you want forfeit? It's like, well, you're going to get in there and fight. You're going to knock him out this round. So I was betting that this round is going to knock him out. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he used that. This is some great, this is some good advice from, from Keller. It's totally indecipherable. It's like, okay, see, going to overhand right. Once you see a crack... In his armor, you got to bring out the hacksaw. <laughs> I was like, wow. "What are you talking about? Nice. The hacksaw? Is this the, the right, overhand rates the hacksaw?" I guess, yeah. He ta- he does it. It's over, and Ronson needs a doctor. He's dead. Man, he's dead. So he needs a doctor, Curdle Jr. Yeah, I know. They've got Kurtz. Interrogating him, and Jughead wants to know one thing: Why baby teeth? <laughs> He's like, like, why I killed him? No, why was he named baby teeth? <laughs> why we need the, to know? <laughs> why, is, why is he named after a part of the mouth? Um, he was only the warm up, like to the ultimate quest. Hellcaster it was demanded by the king, so you could try to save the little princess, <gasps> Jellybean. What the hell did you do? She was summoned. So her and Ricky are out walking through the woods. She's like, uh, why can't we just play Pops? Princess Jellybean, you got to meet the Gargoyle King. And there's the Gargoyle. Mm-hmm. And that was that, that was that episode. So that's where we left off. The Dale. <laughs> it is the Dale. And it's getting crazy. And they're playing more... Griffins of Gargoyles, and yeah. it's ridiculous, and it only gets more ridiculous. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Join us for our next episode, where right. we will cover the next chapter, and it's the it'll be the penultimate yeah. chapter of the third season. Oh, wow. Don't go listening. Coming up, listening to those other 
They don't Riverdale even know where podcast. Riverdale is. They have no idea. <laughs> In fact, they kept saying that they're just playing Dungeons & Dragons. I was like, this is not Dungeons uh, & Dragons, uh, people. They probably don't even have screenshots of that map uh, a few weeks ago. They Riverdale. don't. Or the crayon picture from right. his Hannibal Lecter's cell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the good you get here. That's right. So uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at The Kapow Podcast. Leave a five-star review on iTunes or a thumbs up or whatever you do on Google Play. I don't know. Um, Anywhere, Facebook or uh, podcast, that's what we're doing right now. Podcasts are found. (laughs) You would think, like you say this every time. 152 episodes. 152. We got to keep it fresh. (laughs) Yep. Fresh. All right. Fresher than fresh aid. So yeah, my name is, uh, it's Cliff Barnes. I'm Jared. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. That was pretty seamless right there. <laughs> that was good. That was good, yeah. Big <laughs> set.